0: Hey Freedom Challenge sisters and listeners. In case the voice hasn't given it away, this is not Tracy Doherty. I'm Ruth Willett, the prayer coordinator for the US Freedom Challenge, and I'm going to be your host today. This extra podcast is being recorded specifically for the ladies' hike in Mount Baldy for the California Regional Challenge. It's a guided prayer moment in their hike, but we open this invitation to all our listeners as you join together with us as we raise our battle cry for the end of human trafficking and modern-day slavery. So whether you're listening to this while walking your neighbourhood in Georgia, or maybe hiking the Appalachian Trails, or if you're traipsing through the heathered, covered hills in Scotland, or the beach in St Andrews, welcome. If you're walking by the rapeseed fields in Sweden, hiking steps in New York City, to mention just a few places my peeps may be listening from, or maybe... Like me, you're sitting with your kappa, Or unlike me, cleaning your house. Just know, wherever you are, you're welcome. You may have stories and no statistics that have broken your heart. Or maybe you just need somewhere to start. I say, let's do it together. Cry out for your city streets. Cry out for those enslaved around the world. Let's all just lift our voices and cry out, no more. It's enough. Because my God knows when to say it's enough, and I am joining Him today in this cry. I was sharing with someone recently, and I made the statement that one of the really shocking things about human trafficking and modern day slavery is that there's nowhere in the world untouched by this. As I was considering that statement this morning, I realised that we've had a glimpse into what that looks like with COVID 19. Nowhere has been left untouched by this pandemic. And although we've all shared this similar threat or similar experience, we've not experienced it in the same way. Some of our worlds are broken by the trauma of loss and grief, some silenced by the isolation, some locked down in abusive homes, some without food or a way to earn money, some bedridden by the exhaustion of the virus. And some, maybe many, mentally struggling by the constancy of the change and the isolation. And others maybe going on with life as normal. Almost. I mean, not quite. There's masks and vaccines and talk of freedoms being challenged. None of us have escaped this time unaffected. I get the feeling that God wants us to stand up now and let ourselves be affected by the magnitude of human trafficking and modern day slavery. What has it felt like to feel like your freedoms have been challenged? Now think of someone whose freedom has actually been taken. I'm guessing you've reached that part of the hike where your energy and passion is waning. I'm here to remind you of at least one of the reasons why you said yes to this. Listen to this comment from a survivor who hiked in the wilderness with Logos Wilderness Therapy. She said something like, This was so hard. I didn't think I could do it and and my body's in pain. But I realized today that this is my heart. I chose this and I can't remember the last time I got to choose over my own body. As I was asking Abba what he wants to say and how he wants us to partner with him on this day, Here's what I felt like he said. Tell the ladies that I'm thankful for their steps today. My heart breaks for my kids, enslaved and broken, and I am working. But I want you to know that your steps today and your gaze on my beauty have impacted my heart. I never turn away. I never stop seeing the atrocities that you are here today to face, to battle. But today as I have been working and moving, freeing and preparing, I've seen your faces and your steps as you've fought to believe, chose to believe in the goodness and the beauty of me, even while facing this horrifying issue. And I want you to know that it has brought beauty to my life and joy to my heart. Wow. So now, smiling big and soaking in the love of our Abba Father, let's pause and breathe. And in the Sela moment, the pause in his presence. Pause the podcast and say in your own words, God, we will believe that our steps and our gaze are moving your heart and your hand. welcome back. Let's ponder the significance of this. When God moves his hand, it's no small thing. In 2 Chronicles 20, which you hear me reference a lot, I know, but there's three armies coming against Judah. And gazing on God and giving their fear over to him because they did feel it, Jehoshaphat declared, are you not still God who holds power and might in your hands? And it was in this place that they got to the place where they said, this is your battle, God, not ours. But the musicians, the worshippers went ahead of the army singing, give thanks to the Lord for his great love endures forever. And in this place, God set the ambushes and won the battle. This God holds power and might in his hands. Do you know what else he holds? He holds mountains and oceans. And his hand is the span of the heavens. I'm going to say it again. His hands span the heavens. Do you know what span means? Dictionary.com defines it as the full extent of something from end to end. The amount of space that something covers. Isaiah 40.12 says, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket, or weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance? You know the verse before this, before we see the awesome breadth and power of his hands, we read of the tender, protective compassion of these hands. Like a shepherd he tends his flock, he gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart and gently leads the mother's sheep. What else were engraved in the palm of these hands? Isaiah 49:16 says, I will not forget you. I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. This God, he's given everything to know us. What would he not give to find and free his kids? What would he not give? So moving on to why we're here. People are in desperate need of freedom. Did you know that California, the California Department of Justice states, the United States, is widely regarded as a destination country for human trafficking? And federal reports have estimated that somewhere between 14,500 to 17,500 victims are trafficked into the US annually. And it doesn't include the number of victims who are trafficked within the United States each year. The National Human Trafficking Hotline told us that almost 11,000 cases of human trafficking were reported in the States in 2018. I'd like to think it's gone down, but I doubt it. California, according to this hotline, is one of the largest sites of human trafficking in the United States. The other year alone, there was almost 1,700 cases of human trafficking reported, and we know that the ones reported are not the full extent. Please pause this, pause this podcast and pray for your country and your state. I believe that we have authority to ask God for where we live. We have authority to ask him to, to close the gateways of your state to human trafficking, the travel routes, um, whatever it is, however they're getting in. Ask God now. What he wants to do for your country and your state. These 17,000 victims, and I'm not even sharing globally where we're talking about 40 million plus, these victims have names, faces, and families. God help us to see what's happening. Would you set the ambushes and win this battle? Thank you for praying. In Pomona, around an hour's drive from where you are, since January this year, 2021, the FBI have rescued 11 juvenile victims of human trafficking. I wish it was more, but I still want to celebrate those 11. And today, the FBI is leading 86 child exploitation and human trafficking task forces around the nation. 86. That's both exciting and heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because we need it. It's exciting because it's happening. So could you pause your podcast now and pray for those in authority, in positions of authority, the police, the government, the FBI, lawyers, whoever, just pray for those in a position of power to make a change. I'm now going to ask you to pause again, immediately, and pray for the minors. One of these 11 juvenile victims that were rescued is a 14-year-old who's pregnant. I can't even imagine, but I know my God is a God who restores. I know that he has great hope and great plans for the lives of his kids, and I know he makes things right. So please pause and pray now for these victims, for survivors, for whoever God places on your heart, for this 14-year-old girl. If you're struggling to know what to pray, pray for their healing journey. Pray for the survivors who, the story that was read to you today, um, which we'll include in the show notes for you who are not on the hike. There's some of many that we work with around the OM world and there's many other organisations working And we already mentioned the Logos Wilderness Therapy. Let's pray that there would be many more moments of beauty in their healing journey. If you never heard the story, basically it was we partner with Damara's house in Greece and they've started a tradition. Um, This house takes care of survivors and their children and they took the ladies on a vacation to give them space to breathe and heal. And the reason for this fairly new tradition, as one of the workers stated, is as our participants walk through their very hard recovery journey, it's crucial that they have space to emotionally, spiritually and physically stop and rest. We must provide for them spaces, safe spaces, to reflect on their lives and enjoy the beauty around them. And I'm just going to end this story with what one of the survivors said. After the vacation, for the first time in my life, I felt freedom as a woman. So pause the podcast now and pray for survivors of human trafficking. Okay, before we go any further... This seems to me like a good time to choose a song. I highly recommend Voice of God by Maverick City Music. If you made a playlist from the suggestion of songs, then you're going to have it on your phone. Let the beauty of this God and this worship soak into your bones and your being and breathe. Breathe. Thanks for coming back. I bet many of you just wanted to keep praising. I know I would have. As I mentioned earlier, California is one of the largest sites of human trafficking in the States. It consistently has the highest rates of human trafficking in the US. And Interstate 15 is a common drugs and human trafficking distribution corridor. Maybe you drove on the I-15 coming to the hike today. Are we okay with this? Let's say no more. If you're not in California, make your prayer the distribution roots of human trafficking and modern day slavery in general or wherever you are. Let's just say no more. Let's say something. So pause the podcast. And this time, if you're with someone on the hike, speak out together. It's enough. Let's be united in this cry. All right, I don't know how much longer you've got left, but I've put together a playlist with songs worshipping the beauty of our God. Soak in this. And remember, when we worship, God fights. And what can this God not do? He is still the God who holds power and might in his hands. So let's almost end with this prayer. That 2021 would see many more people rescued out of human trafficking and modern day slavery. Thousands, millions even. Why not? What can this God not do? Abba, we know you are El Roy, the seas, and Jehovah, Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. Send your angels and bring freedom to those you see today. You said we are moving your heart and your hand, and this is what we ask of you, and anything else you want to do. Please, God, move to end, to eradicate the horror that is human trafficking and modern day slavery. Pause and say it again in your own words, or just be silent and cry. Or shout out loud as long as you're in a place where you couldn't start an avalanche. (laughs) Whatever you need to do to let this out and to cry out to this God, I say do it. All right, lastly, this is kind of weird, but it's, it's what I felt like I was supposed to end with. Um, I want you to dance, safely of course, on the mountain, even if it's the smallest sight shuffle or some goofy arm wiggle. And I want you to laugh. Laugh because you're being goofy. Laugh because you're facing something so traumatic you need to release it. And laugh because what we're asking is impossible but we're asking the God of the impossible. Let me say that again. Laugh, because what we're asking is impossible. But we're asking the God of the impossible. And this God, he laughs at his enemies because he knows who he is. And he's given us a glimpse today of who he is. and if you're finding it really hard to laugh which i probably would be um i have a friend who's a therapist and one time she said to me even fake laughing is good for your body because it doesn't know it's fake and it releases what your body needs to be released so if you need something that's definitely going to make you laugh try a dose of fake laughing with one of your friends and you're going to crack up because it's utterly ridiculous so thank you for your steps today thank you for your prayers today and thank you for your faith today we are going to see this mountain move now go and enjoy your worship list the youtube playlist will be on the show notes for anyone not up a mountain with no cell signal And so let's continue doing good by helping enslaved women and children doing more than you ever thought physically possible and doing it together with women who have a heart for a hurting world and laugh. Take care.